and they're both on their phones. I was responding to this meet this this uh, this gif. meet. <laughs> I was gonna say meme, but that is it. Well, it's a gif. A gif. Candles are flickering. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Now my phone's down. Now my microphone is being funny. Now my ears itching. <laughs> sorry. Now like, my toe is twitching. Come oh on, guys. Keep going. Keep going. Now my mouth is drinking. <laughs> you dropped the ball. It's been a while, like maybe two weeks. It's nice to see you. You look great. You all look great. Thank you for listening. I can tell you're wearing those really nice headphones because you want to hear it crisply and clear. You want to hear every cough in the background. Oh. Every stomach gurgle. Every stomach gurgle. Every child's feet patter upstairs. Arthritic crack. Every uh, microphone wiggle. Oh, my God. We're like giving someone a headache right now. I Too know. much well, ASMR. I like ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. This is the Charlatans Podcast. We are one year old. Woo. And my name is Madeline. I'm Elise. And I'm Alyssa. And I want to set up a situation for you, mm. ladies. Ooh. Mm. Since we already set up the situation. As we are now redefining a social landscape as things open up slowly or very fast, depending on where you live. You're invited over to a social gathering of people where you feel safe going. Mm-hmm. And you have to be social. What runs through your mind after a year and a half of near isolation? <laughs> like, my before first, you even get there. My first thought is, I have to put on makeup. <laughs> See, I went to... What is this, denim? Nothing right. fits. You, that nothing too. Nothing fits. What is what is the appropriate social wear at yeah. this? You point? want to talk about how we've changed after a year? That's I'll why. Tell you. That's why I was so mad at Luis for leaving my freaking bags at Target because you know how much I had to search the racks for those new sizes. I was like, "There's only one here. Give it, give it to me." And he had left okay, it. They context. Put it back. Context, Elise. Sorry. Just no. It's like it was my first time shopping for clothes. There's another in a social store. anxiety. First time shopping for clothes in a store for probably a year, and. It was very weird. First of all, I didn't really know what I was looking for. Yeah. That's what not is style like after me. a year yeah. of trends and right. that I just have not been a part of. We are just going to rely on TikTok for a while. Yeah. I work from home, so I don't like interact with a lot of people who are like, not that I don't work with people who aren't stylish. It's just I'm not like seeing it in my face very no. often. Um, I love all of you who I work with. You are all very beautiful, stylish Shout people. Out. <laughs> um, but it? it's different when you're with them in person and you're yeah. like having to consistently like interact with these people, which I'm just not. It's a completely different there, experience. There wasn't yeah. as much new fashion. Now I'm not the fashion person here coming out. No, people were yeah, buying. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. so it's hard to like know what to do because yeah. there was nothing. Yeah, isn't that funny? It is. So the first thing we go to is what do we wear and are we socially relevant and also <laughs> does it fit? Yeah. And also, do I have money after this to go right. buy something that is socially, I don't know, inclusionary and Are fits the me? fitting rooms open at this store? Yes. How yeah. Do I actually do I have want the, to go in the fitting room? Do I have money to buy multiple sizes? Right. Bring it back home, know right. what it is, and then have the time to go return something. Yeah. That's a lot. 
that's when I'm like, I can't make it. I'm now a <laughs> mid-sized queen, and I just have to accept it. That's yeah. where I'm at. Just do you, man. I'm trying. If I knew what size to buy. I think this past, this is like a separate topic entirely, but this past year has like really taught us to have a different relationship with our body and just being a gracious and accepting. And thankful that we're healthy. Which is easier said than done. I mean, let's be honest. But yeah, and that, you know, we got through with our health mm-hmm. and... And best wishes to those that are struggling with Indeed. maybe COVID symptoms long term mm-hmm. or just being isolated yeah. creates a lot of different difficulties can have tolls on your bodies. Mm-hmm. But that being said, we're worrying about what to wear, Indeed. obviously, when we go to a social gathering and how to do that. Yeah, that's like my knee jerk reaction. Oh, you know, the physical, the appearance, the appearance. Yeah. Isn't that funny? It's not like we didn't see people over Zoom, but it's mm-hmm. like you had a different social expectation. Yeah. I'll be honest, too. I wasn't wearing pants. I can't not wear pants. I can't not wear pants. Like, I, I just, admire you. There were sometimes I wasn't wearing pants or I was wearing pajama shorts or something. Oh, I would wear pajama yeah, shorts. Yeah, pajama you shorts. You could put on a nice shirt. You can't tell you're not wearing makeup quite as bad. Yeah, it's right. Like a built-in right, right. grainy filter. It, it is. So last year I figured out how to work myself through yes. Google Hangouts. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was like, oh, you can't see that pimple there. Brows, on my chin. nice under eye concealer. Yeah, mascara and a lipstick if you want to look super pro. See, and done, that's, done. That's not the same as in person. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you get to the whole like people are hanging out outside. That's a whole new area of makeup. Mm-hmm. Outside makeup melting, Humidity. melting. Yeah, he's like, I haven't had to deal with this. Yeah. But what's really cool is that I do feel more confident. In general, as someone who I never had a problem not wearing makeup, but I would be conscious that I wasn't wearing makeup and I don't have like perfect skin or anything, but I've always been pretty okay about it. And I felt confident way more often going out, not just because I'm masked, but not wearing makeup in general. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do light makeup and I'm okay with that because that's what I've been doing and I've accepted it. I've accepted me. I agree. I love that the pandemic has made me very comfortable looking at my regular skin and just like myself in the mirror. Realistic skin. Like I have worn makeup less in this past year than I think I have since I was like 13. It was very rare. I saw you without a full face of foundation. I wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. Didn't like it. Because you were into a full beat for a while. Yes. Um, And now just seeing myself more barefaced has made my makeup routine a lot more um, manageable, which is great. Yeah. A, it's less expensive, and B, it's just takes up and less time. And your skin time. looks great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I know we all work really hard on I that try. here at the Charlatan's Podcast. We do. We're skincare mavens here at the Charlatan's yeah. Podcast. Skincare mavens. Skincare mavens. I don't know skincare where that came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, we're not skincare mavens. We are skincare mavens. Let's hope that's not a word in another language. <laughs> Someone in Norway is like, wait a second. <laughs> the other thing I think of is, do I wear a mask? Yeah. Do I have to, should I wear a mask? Should I enter with a mask? I saw something funny. I wish I would have saved this. Um, but it was Stefan from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. And it was like, this season's hottest trend is vaccinated people carrying a mask around on their wrists so that they're yes. mask conscious. I was like, that's sweet. Mask conscious. Mask conscious. <laughs> I was like, that's adorable. I may steal that for real reasons. Because even than. if you're vaccinated, you're, you know, some people are still wearing masks and you just, you know, mm-hmm. extra precaution. Why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was, yeah. That was so funny. you have to, and we were talking about this briefly before we started recording, but we have to navigate before we arrive 
the geopolitical landscape yes. of a social gathering, yes. right? Because we're bringing together people again, vaccinated, unvaccinated for various different reasons. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're realizing that in isolation, we've become somewhat different people, but the same people that misses the old people. But mm-hmm. we've also taken stances like it's it's a weird way to be like, is it going to be the same person that I met with before? Yeah, I, it's funny as you were saying that, I was thinking about my personal, like, friendship landscapes. I'm I'm lucky to have a lot of people in my life who I trust, regardless of, like, whether they've been vaccinated or not. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I would not feel, like, I can't name one friend who I would feel unsafe around, whether they were vaccinated That's or beautiful. not. So I'm I'm lucky in that regard. Like, I don't have friends that are, like, you know going to Raiders and like things that like are, you know, super spreader events or whatever. But, um, that is something you have to think about before you, now I feel like I'm like a Smokey the Bear commercial. Think about this before you leave your (laughs) house. Low risk of fire tonight. (laughs) Um, but unfortunately, yeah, it, it is part of the reintegration society reintegration into society it's still very much like who are you seeing who have you seen you know that kind of thing and i'm hoping in a way that is communication based and not just like assumption or like judgmental Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah, I, i realized when i um went to go hug someone i was like do do i try i know they're and personally, I'm vaccinated um, for many different reasons, but I, I'm like, I know I could hug. Some, should I? Mm-hmm. Is it too soon? Because not too soon where it's been, you know, deemed safe or mostly safe to do so. But am I socially ready to be close to someone? Luckily, I'm not a hugger. So that's never really something. I'm not that super physical either. Yeah. But it's like when I know I want to give someone a hug, it's a it's a hug. But I'm not sure if I'm ready to be super mm-hmm. huggy or like I'll wave goodbye. I know it's like when I last was hanging out with people, um, I was like, I'm just going to wave. Mm-hmm. And I have to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that's it's not a social faux pas. And as a non-hugger, that is perfectly fine with me. Well, and I think our... On behalf kind of, of one hand, One <laughs> hand that I've hugged Elise. I don't think I've ever hugged you. Yes, Maybe you at your wedding. You've hugged me at my wedding, but it was an obligatory, obligatory <sighs> hug. But there was, um, so, there was one I sound time like that you I'm gave so me cold. a really good... No, that's just, you're not a yeah, hugger. I, yeah, that's not it's how just socially affection. acceptable then to hug. But there was one time that you gave me a meaningful hug and I about stopped <sighs> in my tracks. So I was like, see you later. Oh my gosh. It means so much. Anyway. So I don't. No, I was going to say it's interesting in this reacclimation of the world, like the voluntary and almost like the involuntary touches we do. Like mm. I'm always kind of like, I mean, I'm like Elise. I'm not a big hugger. Uh, but when you have one glass of wine, Alyssa, yeah. she'll rub your shoulder yeah. with love. Oh, I love you. And she did that to me the a other day. A quick pat on the like, knee. <gasps> Nature is healing. Yeah. Oh. Madeline's like, do you need something? Do you need to tell me something? I'm like, I just love you. I'm just like, okay. Like, oh my God. But there I found when I went back for hybrid learning, it, it was just an involuntary action to like get next close to a kid to help them with their computer. 
Yeah. And it wasn't until like after I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have like, you know, you got to lean next to them. Same at the library. My computer's not working. Well, let me look at it. Like, I'm not thinking of, I need you to step away from the desk. And yes. Like, it's like this whole, and so I was like, oh. And it, it it's the same thing when you're watching kids and you've got like this group of students. Right. I mean, I understand there's space accommodations, but naturally they have not seen their friends in 15 months. So they kind of start scooting closer and closer. And then you're like, okay. And kids, I think, reacclimate a little faster, too. They're ready for it. They do. And it's, but watching them gives me more confidence, too, because you're like, all right, the 13 year old can do it. I can do it. Um, But it's interesting how quick, when I realized how quick that involuntary reflex was, okay, I'm going to get near you and help you now. Mm -hmm. And how quick kids respond to that. Um, and then with Elise said, like, there are certain people, I trust you, I know you're safe. So I would, and there are other people I'm like, eh, I don't know, but it, I don't really like even calling it like a faux pas. I think it's just like an understanding of. Mm-hmm. Things are weird right now. Yeah. I think I've come to appreciate just people make choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for like the last several months, you were making the choice to go out and see a lot more people than I was. That's your choice. Who am I? I can barely control my own body. Like. Mm-hmm. But, like, my choice right now might not be to hug you mm-hmm. or get super close to you right now. Yeah. And it's not personal. It's not. I th- like, I'm just sick of the world always taking things. Mm-hmm. It's not personal to them, but it's personal to you that you're making your own choice for you. Yeah. You made yours. It's self-preservational. I made yeah. I wish okay. I would have seen that a little bit more over the past year of just, like, people letting other people make decisions based on the facts and what they felt was best for themselves and... Mm-hmm. We really haven't. Yeah. I am um, similar to what you were saying, Alyssa. I was really, really shocked at how I went from when I was, I was scheduled to work in my public library before I was vaccinated. And we had, I mean, it was very sparse for what we were able to offer and how we very strict about six feet rule. And I was, you know, I have a higher risk of contracting a serious illness of any kind, you know, even when I get like, a normal sort of virus, I, I'm out for a week. Like, I, I get really sick. So in general, I've always been a bit more cautious about being near people, but I realized once I was vaccinated and once I realized there was, like, I I hit a threshold of comfort where there was masks on, I'm vaccinated, they're likely vaccinated, or I know I felt confident that day that that person was being good about conscientious being thank you being conscientious and how close i was able to like help someone fill out a resume or for a job application and send it in mm-hmm. and i was like this almost feels normal mm-hmm. and like i had someone reach out and um do the um touch my arm thing where they're just like oh thank you it was just natural and i didn't recoil thinking like oh god i have to be careful and it was so nice it was yeah. so so nice i think those are the little things we will come to appreciate better and i kind of look forward to that i kind of like that like as we're starting to reopen it's happening during summertime so i think people feel more comfortable anyway yeah being outside and doing that stuff yeah. and we can kind of adjust to how we want to throughout the summer so when the fall hits and we're doing more indoor stuff people have taken the time you know i feel like right now the reintroduction to society um and like the new cdc guidelines and stuff coming out people feel feel the need that they need to take some stance about masking and vaccinating again, like right now. And it's kind of like you, you have time. Mm -hmm. You can't like just come out of 15 months of trauma Mm -hmm. and expect like to know what you feel comfortable with doing. that goes for workplaces, not forcing people and being respectful of that mental battle there. So in, in, you know, I, I feel like everyone, 
you know, around here, there seemed to be like, okay, once it's June 1st, you don't have to do this, 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 and anymore. You're like, that's well, just not how that's not how life yeah. works. Mm-hmm. But just because someone says you don't have to do it doesn't mean you can't if you yeah. don't want to. Use that buffer. And if someone chooses to do it, okay. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's their choice. But it's kind of like I feel like our society is reverting back sometimes back to that. We've got this ultimatum thing again. we got to go back to our fast-pacedness because we've lost 15 months now. And mm-hmm. it's like we really don't. When you're getting coming out of this trauma, you can take your time to figure this out. I guess we can't like, be traditionally capitalistic about it, where we have to make up for lost time, make up for lost profit, make up, make up, make up, make up, make up. It's yeah. like appreciate what is happening again. Appreciate what is continuing to be. You mm-hmm. know, there's that that difference in the pressures we should be feeling, and it shouldn't be. Rush, 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 normalcy, normalcy, normalcy. Because we're different now. What is normal? We get to define that and we can take power over that. And if you're, you know, a business owner or if you're literally a daycare operator, you know, like there's different things you can do to help aid others that are around you gradually go to a new sense of normal. Because people have gone through some very intense things, Mm -hmm. job loss and loved ones and all of that. And if people aren't really socially fluent right now, that's the least of grace you can give them. Yeah. We're learning again. Mm -hmm. And I would just encourage people who are feeling a little lost in like the limbo of all this is that, you know, I'm, I'm kind of forced to be more thrown into it as being in a school and like Madeline being in a library and stuff like we're very much in the public eye. Mm-hmm. So when you get more exposure, there are those moments where you're like, this feels good. Like the little arm touch. You're like, yep. okay, I'm glad I could help this person. Like for me, for being back, like at work, I'm like, this is why I teach is to make jokes with kids and to see them yeah. get the gotcha moments. It's not like staring at an icon on a screen. So you're like, this is normal. We are going to get back. Mm-hmm. So, and then there are things that will still be normal. Yeah. And I like knowing that because then I was like, nothing's going to be normal again. And you're like, no, a 13-year-old is still a 13-year-old. Yeah, and helping a patron is still happening. Children's play dates are still fun. Going to the beach and cookouts and... Bless a barbecue. Yeah, I think it's it's about letting go of the bad and just like leading by what makes you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, we were kind of, before we started talking, we were kind of like throwing out some like hypothetical situations of like, would you feel comfortable doing this? And then, you know, how about this just like to get our, our jitters out podcast juices going or whatever. And podcast (laughs) juices. I I mean, the consensus is, is just like, you need to lead with what's comfortable to you and allow other people to do the same, you know? And like, I think and take it slow because like this week I went into target and It was the first time going in a store where there was now like the majority of people not wearing a mask. And I remember being like, my initial reaction was like, yes, it was indignation. I was like, what the, how, oh. And then you realize the situation has changed. That was so weird to me too. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And then, and then it was like my mind cycled through all of the things before I finally got to like, okay, what do I feel comfortable with? Don't judge them. Don't judge them. Yes. It was like indignation, judgment, fear. Oh, okay. Well, I, what can I do? Well, I can keep my mask on. That's what I'm going to do. Right. You know, and then it was like, okay, then I felt okay again. (laughs) And then, and then you like look around and you see that there are a couple other people with like their masks on or whatever. And certain, certain employees are, it's like, it's very difficult publicly to navigate. Whereas I think in your social group, you kind of have more of an understanding of what to expect because Mm -hmm. generally people are talking about, 
you know, how they're going to reintegrate or how they feel about reintegrating. And it's, you can't have that conversation publicly, publicly really, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, just take it slow. You got to go slow. If that's your personality. You know, it's been, some of it's fun too to watch. Oh, please tell. judging, but just like, so we, we had friends over for my husband's birthday and we were discussing how do we set up our patio? Like, are people going to want to sit three feet apart? You know, whatever the newest guidelines are. I can't keep track with the, the feetage. That sounded the feetage, really, the, the footage, the footage, Lord, I acreage, language. Everything else. feels weird. It does. See, and but it was the same thing with my students in the classroom. Everyone just kept inching closer and closer and they were always like it's the fire we're cold and you're like "Mm." i did notice that at when i first got to your husband's birthday everyone was pretty separated like everyone had kind of picked a spot we're also not used to eating close to people again that's That's true that's very true even just like sharing utensils to get food but it was that was weird so just things (gasps) like that like but people would like kind of lean over in their lawn chair and be like, oh, what about this? Did you see this? Yeah, or like, I got a rub on the you shoulder. can get little see? senses that people are very ready for it, but there's still some like. We're twitchy. Yes. It, we're but by the like end of the night, it. by the end of the night, it was like everyone was much closer in a tighter circle. <laughs> I love that. I thought yeah. it was sweet. That was, mm-hmm. That's what I went, I'm just so cold. And then we sang yeah. Kumbaya. Yeah. yeah. We were telling our, our shared trauma stories by the end of the evening. Mm-hmm. Oh, as it should be yes. and as it will be. With the fire glow on our faces. You know what's been really weird to think about is that because I've been, for my graduate school experience, I've been entirely online. And I recently met... Um, someone in my cohort shout out to Olivier in person and seeing them in person was just like, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because literally I've only met this person via zoom. Yeah. And as a graduate experience, like you're supposed to have these really integral relationships. You help each other grow, learn, study, create, especially in an arts environment and meeting someone in person. Like we're in each other's studios and I look at Olivier and I'm like, I don't know how to act. (laughs) And they're like, okay, well let's just go. And we just figured it out together and thinking that I have other people in my cohort, I'm yet to meet in person, Mm -hmm. but I feel like I know really well. That's another different type of like reintegration. Or if you started a new job and it's only remote and Mm -hmm. now you're going in person, have you never met someone in like, I have to learn how to make a first impression and be like, all over again. I swear this is not how I am in person. Yeah, it That's just is right now. A one and a half impression. I, I've it's thought one, about that. It's a 0. 0.5 impression right well, now. Well, I always think about, oh, so I thought about this when we were apart for so long. We were doing, you know, the video calls and, and the marcoing and stuff. Yeah. But you get to, like, you hear someone's voice, you see their face, but you miss out on all, like, the hand mannerisms and the way they, like, move their body and stuff. So when I, like, got back together with friends, I was like, I forgot that's the way you walk. That's mm-hmm. right. Like that's, I forgot that I'm a sass basket that's when I it. walk. That's it. Thank you. you Cash basket. Cash. That's right. Sorry. The office. I Thank can't. you so much. Um, yeah. So I, that's interesting because it's like they've, they've heard you in your grad school classes. They, they know, like, your art and you your You think input. I'm animated over Zoom. See? You just wait. And then they see you in person. You're like, yeah, no. like, Yeah, you miss out on the physical energy that a person brings with because the screen just does not translate that generally. No. Like, if ever. Even yeah. with non... Sorry, I'm moving my microphone. Here you go. There you, there you go. Quality recording. Quality ASR. Um, 
when you're in person and you like, I remember when I'm on zoom, I'm trying to inflect my personality because some of that gets deafened. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it became more normal and everybody kind of figured out how to relax and not be awkward. And we knew how the tech worked and all of that. And now it's like, I have to relearn all over again. It's yeah. really funny. I really enjoyed, I have a lot of students that don't want to speak on a video call. And I've been with, I've looped with my kids for several years, but now they're like in seventh grade, like the end of seventh grade. And so like some of the boys will like unmute and be like, oh, I miss Saba. I'm like, oh, your, your voice dropped. There it is. Oh, it my. hit you. I was like, oh, it oh hit you. And then hilarious. like they had to come in for like different state tests. And I'm like, oh my God, you're, you're eight inches taller. When did this Holy happen? Crap. And they're like you, you remember them from like the year before and they're like little babies, but now like the pudge has left. The voices oh. have hit. They're like, the so, cankles like, are gone. I know. Oh. It's just like. Oh, my baby. So that like those things hit you in like that physical. Mm-hmm. Like I think everyone like wants to talk about like, like weight gain, the COVID-19 weight gain. But like there's a lot of other like physical stuff mm-hmm. that's changed too. There's charm. Mm-hmm. There's some, you know, I don't, I earned a lot of gray hairs this past year. Yes, I, oh, did too. I did too. So, like, it's okay. not just age. Yep. It's experience. But, I've earned every single yep. one. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, I like that's been harrowing. Oh, that was not. Yes, honey, Elise, Elise. Did you? Everybody, rate that pun. I'm so sorry. Please don't. Ten out of ten. Please forgive me. Would recommend harrowing. Ten out of ten. Will not recommend. Uh, (laughs) Oh, sorry, girl. It's no gray area. (laughs) Jesus. Sorry. How about the awkwardness of curbside pickup? I love it. I'm sorry. I she's See, like bye. Here's the thing. I am. Um, she thrives. COVID nineteen. Yes. COVID nineteen made me realize how comfortable I am wearing a mask in public. I'm very comfortable with that shit. Oh, you don't have to look at me and see my face. I, minimal interaction. Let's do it. Honestly, like I don't understand the and rules. curbs I pick up. Yep, just yep, just pop it in my trunk. I, Thank I, you. No, I get I get anxiety. The rules of curbs. Okay, Target. I get anxiety. I got to think about Target curbside. They up. walk up to the window, ask you your name, right. ask if the trunk is good. But the directions on the app say don't roll down your window. Everybody <sighs> else around you is rolling down their window. Again, so, I think the same as you. Like, makes you feel comfortable. And then I'm like, you're wearing a mask. Do I need to put my mask This on? is where I'm very much like Do I put like the window Alyssa. down? Do I put it up? And How then, can like, I be overly courteous to you? Please I tell me. I said in the app to put it in my trunk. Do I even need to speak to you? I figure. I held up the number. Do I just show you hand motions? Right. Like, wrap it up. And so, then, like, when you do grocery pickup, yeah. and you're just, like, sitting there. Do I tip you? While they're putting stuff in your this trunk, you're like, do I turn around? Do I talk to you? Do I just continue this intimate conversation I'm having? Do I yell thank having? you when you're six I feet mean, away? Yeah. You know what? I think I was just so ready for this day that it was like, let's do this thing. <laughs> not like, well, been not prepping like whole the life global pandemic, but just having an excuse to go nowhere really was wonderful. My type one was just like, I'm going to need some new rules. I'm going to need you to explain what you were expecting of me. Mm. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And every curbside pickup is very different. Do you have to call ahead? Do they just have someone waiting? Do they have a scanner app and they GPS track you? Yeah. Can I pull up here? Can I? I Hazards. (laughs) I'm feeling stressed talking about this. Yeah. Elise is yawning about it because she's so relaxed. I was, I was like, she's well, so relaxed. Also, we had done curbside pickup well before the pandemic, so I think I was yeah, like you in a. I, I mean, what am I saying? 
I yeah, yeah. I great. I don't have to go into the grocery store. Fantastic. Yeah. Um. So I guess I was m- just more comfortable with the process. I just don't know what I want until I go in the grocery Thank store. Thank you. There's oh, always something see? I forget. And no, I'm so mad. I love sitting at my desk and be like, hmm, I need English breakfast tea. Pop that in my cart. See, that's uh, a that's a I starter. just like go through my my kitchen and I get it all and I do my meal planning because I like to meal prep. Oh, go to hell. Oh man, it it was just. It's the one thing in my life I do very efficiently. <laughs> See, but one thing about COVID was our like consumption of food. Oh, definitely through the roof went up. Yes, it got yeah. better after like those initial lockdown months. Those initial lockdown months, all you could do yeah. was eat. So you you yeah. saved a lot of money. Yeah. No, so, not no. eating <laughs> out. Not eating out. So I'm saying. Well, I was gonna say all that money went into your grocery fund. Yeah. Okay, Michael and I saved a lot of money. We were spending a lot. We were like it's a lot of snacking because like work was kind of all over the place. Snacks. So we're like, all we have is Netflix. Are we, we ha- nostalgic? A little bit for April right now. You well, mean snacking and Tiger King? I was Maybe. just gonna say like the beginning of the pandemic was a little cozy. It was it was camaraderie. Yeah. Before we were like, oh fuck, people are people are suffering. By the time by May the rolled of, around, yeah. it was just really bad. May we're like, oh, this is here to stay. Yeah. I think my yeah that was the trick. They're like, it's just two weeks. Just another two weeks by May. I knew right away. And then it, I kept believing it because my mind couldn't wrap right. around I it. Wa- I needed and to believe And then by May, positive. I was like, but, yeah. the weather was still awful here too. Oh, it was yeah. awful till mid-June. Yeah, it, it was like cold and in the 40s. You if know, there's I any summer. Sorry. Yes. If there's any yeah. summer to be isolated, it would be this one. This summer. <laughs> But it's an odd thing to be like somewhat nostalgic for being alone and not having the same sort of obligations. I mean, I'm suffering, suffering is a strong word. I'm having some difficulty with going back to work and being social because I'm still having that extreme social exhaustion. I'm exhausted before going into a social situation, knowing there's a social situation. No, for sure. I mean, social situation. That's a really hard thing to say. Social situation. Yeah, it is. And again, to use your husband's birthday as an example because it's been the one outing we've had in it was the big outing well like yeah there, yeah that was, that was like that was money the there's a there's a new person here i've never met before i gotta talk to them i don't remember how to do this hi small talk what, and do, I was you, what never, do you do for yeah. living you survived and i'm never good at like, that what do you in say? the first place <laughs> they write a book with those i survived books right i survived the 2020 <sighs> pandemic that's going to be a thing in the future oh, but also, grandchildren will but read. also like what do you say what have you been up to right what you've been up to it's literally, what do you do? Where are you from? <laughs> and I'm like, I hate small come, talk. Where do you come from? Though? But this girl Hi, was great. She was hobbies? prepared. What was your pandemic hobby? I might use that one, actually. What was your pandemic hobby? That's Well, a good and it's one. interesting when people try to ask you, like, what have you been doing recently? I feel like a lot of people answer with shame. Yes. So, you know, there, there were multiple people I know who were single and who decided to, like, move back home with their parents during yeah. that year. It was smart. But they yeah, say man. it with shame and it's like it's not like I would uh, say good for all. you. Or people like picked up like some interesting hobbies they might not have ever picked up before. And yeah. it's kinda like you're Americans still trying to get used to like saying that. Yeah, and Americans aren't used to enjoying themselves and being leisurely in a way that habits. wasn't yes. hobbies. I'm sorry, not habits. Hot, and self care for prioritize going on a walk. Prioritize making sure you have space in your morning and taking adequate breaks because yeah. you're working from home. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm a little bit more ready for the, like, 
integration of the world come in? I don't like I don't like being stuck in the in-between. Let's do this. I don't like this. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go <laughs> Thank you. Okay, sorry, Alyssa. Now it's fine. you really? I don't like being stuck in this in-between. Yeah. I feel, look, yeah, we're looking yeah. at like the audio s- waves <laughs> right now. very consistent. Look, look at Alyssa's. <laughs> da, da, da. That's so beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. We'll frame that. We will. Oh my gosh. <laughs> very motivational. <laughs> What's that audio wave? For it's the motivational sound waves. We all break out in harmony. We're learning how to talk waves. to each other in person again. Oh my gosh. It's fine. I'm sorry, Alyssa. Go ahead. I couldn't help it. It was just, I, it felt right. <laughs> What was I saying? Oh, I know. it was beautiful though. I don't like being stuck in the in between. Oh, yeah, that is that is. Difficult. You know, like right now, I'm struggling with like I'm working from home and I'm still going into school, and I don't like. I hate it. I hate I hate working from home. I know people love it. Like Elise, I know you really like. But it. But for your job, but like yeah, I, need I don't to be alone, function. So. I need to be like in my environment, my mind here. Because in my house, I'm like, what am I doing there? I can't. Maybe I should paint in here. Maybe we should do this. It's a to-do list. What's the cat doing? Like, you're like, it's not, I can't focus. Yeah. But I don't like, I feel uncomfortable because I don't know what to expect. And like, I think after a year of trauma, like things like every week with something new. Yeah. When you think back of like murder hornets, like, I just remember that was a thing that came out. No. I think I'm in the direct in between of both of you. Because Elisa's like, work from home forever, particularly with the nature of your job. Mm-hmm. And with Alyssa, I see how like that doesn't translate well for what you're no. doing. Like you're trained to be interactive with kids yeah. and help them mm-hmm. in a social space. And I'm the in-between where I'm like, half my work was in the back, sending emails all day. And I just wanted to get out because I have a windowless office. Yeah. And then the other part of it is being in person and setting up events. But now I'm doing virtual Zoom events still. But yet I'm in library. Like it's, I thrived being able to do a little bit of both and knowing that I won't have that option. I think I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to really struggle. Mm. Yeah. Knowing that that's being taken away. Yeah. I find that I'm looking forward to things like, I'm like, oh, it's, we're really going to, I'm really going to get to go to back to work full time. But I know like after those first couple of weeks, you're going to be like, this is draining. Yeah. We're going to be tired for a long time hard well, you know what I mean like it's like I want it but like in my mind I'm already like this is going to be it's gonna be difficult like even just when when my oldest went back into school from virtual learning getting used to that routine mm-hmm. was difficult and I wasn't the one doing it I mean I was making the lunches but we but have it's also knowing that your kid's going out there it's just like it's a true. it's a mind fuck mm-hmm. we had a friend who recently went back to work full-time a few weeks ago And I was getting a kick out of their Instagram feed because it was like every night they were posting like their nightly cocktail because they were so exhausted and like needed help coming down from like the the high of having to be on again for a full work day. I have to admit that I have had to have a drink to bring myself down after work too. I mean, yeah. Being at a reference desk is intense because people are coming in Mm -hmm. like for the first time in a while they need explanations how everything works i'm trying to remember how everything works yeah that's true like i'm so tired and you have to relearn your processes absolutely and i remember when we first started recording our podcast again in person after an episode we'd be like fuck yeah we would be drained 
and now I can tell our social stamina is a bit more up. Because we can do two and, episodes. Yeah, we, can, we can do two. But it's like, I'm going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. Exhausted. Exhausted. But it feels good to be able to be like, no, this feels more normal. Like, mm-hmm. at least this part of our life is a bit more normal. Mm-hmm. I just like knowing that something's within grasp. I think I spent well so many months just not knowing and I'm already a person who doesn't like that. Yeah. But that I think was attacking my psyche more than anything. And so like knowing, I don't want to say that this is coming to an end. Like, I don't want to say like COVID is gone and this is all coming no. to an end and the world is going to get back to it. I'm not like naive enough for that, but I do look forward to having the world that I actually like wanted to grow old in and mm-hmm. have my kids grow up in. Wow. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't, we were talking about like my youngest, he's a pistol, but like when COVID went down, he was, he had was two and then turned three in that first May, um, which is just like this like fantastic age to finally get out and start playing with friends and sign him up for preschool and stuff. And because he has been so isolated from kids, Elise had her daughter over and my poor son was like up in her face. <laughs> like <laughs> friends, we're friends now. Like there was no bubble. Like no. it was kind of like Toy Story. You know, like when the aliens are coming after Woody. <laughs> yeah. <then> like, <laughs> That's so accurate. And Amelia's my son Woody. was the alien. <laughs> Woody was like kicking him away. Like, Aww. what is this? Um, they're like master. Um, so <sighs> not like that. That was weird. Sorry. <laughs> but like, I, I look at my son and I'm like, well, that, this is unfair to you. Yeah. But it's also kind of like this, this is what happened to you and we're going to move on. But like, I'm really excited for him to get to go to preschool now. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know. I'm excited. He's for just going to be battering ram. Like I'm here. Oh my God. <laughs> I am too. He's totally the center. Of, he's the class clown. He's, yeah, he's I'm so excited be. for him. Me too. I'm really excited, but I, I'm glad that I get to have those moments to look forward to because it was always this question of, well, what mm-hmm. am, what am I going to lose next? Mm-hmm. What are my kids going to miss out on? And I like that. Like, no, they, they can have like a fun little Christmas concert again. And I yeah. can, I, we're not going to miss it this year. Yeah. You know, he is going to get his first day of preschool picture. You're making me emotional. But like, yeah, when everyone was over, my husband's kind of known for barbecues and fire pits. Her body just, cheese. And yeah. Age um, cheddar. Sorry. So like, it was just like this fun, well, we can look forward to this now. It's like having friends yeah. over again. Like. Yeah, there's on, like just good simple things. I don't know. On that's that me. note, like because I bought my house so soon, and like the summer we were ready to host people was last summer, and now we're like, uh, it might. How do, how do I do this? Like mm-hmm. I've never had my own house before, and the, when I was felt ready, we couldn't. Like mm-hmm. it was bizarre. So now I'm like, how do I host people in my home? How do I? Make them feel comfortable when everyone's uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be good no matter what. Yeah. Because social interaction is what it's we should healthy. be doing. I mean, it's healthy. Be yeah. awkward. Yeah. Go forth and be awkward yeah. healthily. Yeah. And you'll feel good. Yeah. It will be. Be safe. Yeah. But don't, don't let fear rule. And I found acknowledging the awkwardness very helpful. Always. Hi, I'm trying i'm out right. of practice i'm out of practice and let's be real i'm get, never good at this and, but 
That's such a good one. And everybody just kind of giggles and yeah. it, it breaks literal tension for everyone because mm-hmm. we're all feeling it in some yeah. way. Yeah. So when you walk into that party, be awkward because everybody is too. And that means everybody's doing what they should be. <laughs> right. Eyeball your spot. Stay there if that feels good. That's your tactic all the time. Yeah. Next to the chips. I was going to say. That's literally my tactic. Next to the chips. And maybe a pet. Whoever comes to me. If there's a pet at a party, I'm with the pet. (laughs) Yeah. Is that a dog? I'll be here. Do they play fetch? Let's go outside. Like, I am that person. Yeah. I'm here for the dog. Let's be honest. You're just here for the animals. Yeah. But we'd love to hear your experience about, like... If you've had social interactions in person, outside, um, you know, taking your, your precautions, that's good for you and yours. And we'd love to hear how your little funny, awkward moments. I mean, I, it just it's so fun to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Right. You just have to laugh at yourselves if we navigate this fumbling time as yeah. toddlers. You yes. know, we're learning to walk again in a way. It does feel like we're social toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. So you can share all of that with us. Um, on our Gmail, charlatanspod at gmail.com. Obviously, Instagram at charlatanspod. And then on Facebook, search the Charlatans Podcast. And we are socially exhausted. But before we let you go so we can nap, also, what are we smelling? We're going rogue. We are going rogue. Um, we are smelling room spray. You guys <gasps> both looked at me like if she Sorry. does not get this right. I mean, kind of. I she was brought kind of. the label to her face. So. And there was still a, oh. I wasn't sure how to be like, whatever. We failed at the candle. You got it. You read, got it. Read that you label top down. You can do it. Top so, down. Up down. We have a room spray. Number 07. Ooh. Room and linen spray. Ooh. I would not spray this on linen. No, though. I would not. I would that break out. Like, that yeah, sounds like. That sounds like an allergic reaction. I mean, if you have sensitive skin. You literally came up to me and sprayed it right on the blanket. It was a science experiment. <laughs> it was a like, blanket. It was very concentrated. <laughs> <laughs> how are your kidneys feeling? Okay, Battered. throw it back. <laughs> um, the title of this room spray is Tranquil. Oh. Ginger right. root and ylang flower. There you ylang. go. You did it. But not ylang ylang. Ylang ylang. Just ylang flower. I just want to know, again, Elise has a theory for this label that they didn't call it ylang ylang because they wanted oh, to make yeah. it typographically even. They were trying to make it typographically even, but then they didn't do themselves the favor of like kerning the top row of ginger root, which means that they didn't put more space between the letters, mm-hmm. between the characters. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just looks, the top, the top looks squashed mm-hmm. and the bottom of the text is way too spread out. So it's like, what were you going for? But here's the thing. I stopped listening to you and I was just tempted to spray you again. <laughs> And I get a rash tomorrow and call you. No, I'm kidding. I don't Here's have sensitive Here's the thing. We bought good. it. It's sprayed. That's what we're smelling. It kind of, it smells good. It does. I like the bottle too. Like you were saying, Madeline, it's a very good like plant misting bottle. Yeah. So, okay. So our candles are burned and we use the container, the vessels for the candles as plants. And mm-hmm. then we have a room spray. We use that as, after we clean it out as a plant mister mm-hmm. or an oil mister. Like that's going to be great. And if you want to learn more ways to oh be my a God. conscious Earth citizen, <laughs> conscious Earth citizen, <laughs> throw back to our other podcast. Throw back to our previous our episode. Our other episode, not our, our other podcast. <laughs> our other podcast. No. Well, I mean, it's a podcast episode. episode. Don't That's at true. me. <laughs> anyway, add us at Charlatan's Pod on Instagram. <laughs> and. Oh, I already said it. No, I'm saying say goodbye. Oh, Good. oh. I always say goodbye. Do that again. 
No, this is hilarious. Alyssa, do you want to say goodbye? And we will catch you on the next listen. Oh, there it is. Bye. Bye, guys. The Charlatans podcast is recorded and edited at Cellar Studio 39. Special thanks to Michael Lehman for creating our music and Max Young for original artwork. 